Hi, welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and I have a uh, one of the most special people in my life and a return guest, Chloe. Welcome back. Hi, Jana. Thanks Hi. for having me. Thanks for coming. So, if you guys didn't listen to the Right on Track, on the right track. What's the name of that? Right movie? on track. Right on track. <laughs> I always get it wrong. Um, so she was on the last um that episode, and she's also my sister, my actual sister. My kid sister. When you say kid sister, does that mean like your sister is a kid? No, you're my kid sister. Oh, that just means young. I think so. Or, well, not really. Like if you were actually a child and I'm an adult, like people who have a huge age difference. Yeah. I think that's what it means. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So I could only have said that for like a year and a half. <laughs> you could have said that when you were 18 and you weren't. And wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... Chloe, since you've been on before, we're not going to talk so much about Disney Channel because as I recall, and as I know, you weren't as into it. I mean, I, I don't know. As I recall, I know you weren't as into it as me, um, <laughs> but you did watch a little. But um, I guess we're going to talk about like 90s and 2000s nostalgia. Um, I feel like I'm the most nostalgic person ever for those things. But um, yeah, what are your views on those times? Because you were alive for most of the 90s. So I know that's a vague question, but take that wherever you want. Well, yeah, like I was thinking about this today. So I have a lot of like, I feel like especially when I was looking at like Pinterest boards of 90s fashion, yeah. I was like, yeah, I am so inspired by the 90s in far as far as like the fashion I have now and during like my peak era of being like really into clothing. I really idolize 90s fashion even though I don't think in the 90s as like a baby and a child I was really I don't know maybe I was wearing a lot of 90s fashion but I don't think I was aware of it like I don't think I knew it was the 90s until like Y2K was going on and people were like wow this is a really big deal we're changing centuries and and I don't think I thought about it much before. But I, I don't know about how you feel, but I think, like, the 90s had a resurgence in, like, the 20-teens, like, 2012, oh, yeah. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like I lived the 90s. Like, that was when I was in college. My perception of the 90s fashion, it's, like, grunge. Flint. It was, like, grunge, but there's also a lot of sporty elements, Yeah. too. Like, there... Something, this is kind of what I was like, I made like a little Venn diagram of like 90s and early 2000s. And I feel like on the opposite ends, like 90s had a lot of different like currents going on. Like, yeah, like on one hand, there'd be like, like these shows like Clueless and things like that, where like people are like your, you and your best friends wear like all matching plaid <laughs> outfits, like, but one person picks a different color, like yeah. super preppy. And then on the other hand, it's like ripped up destroyed stuff that you got from like a secondhand store yeah and there's like goth and then there's also yeah like i also wrote like sexy catholic school uniform yeah yeah jean jackets jean everything jean everything and then there's also like kind of maybe it's like the hip-hop style of like a lot of geometric patterns yeah. like really like not grungy at all um but like big sweaters things like that sweatshirts yeah like a lot of different things going on there was like i i i'm in i mean i i do like 90s fashion a lot i mean that's what i base like my youtube channel on mostly um mm -hmm. but i think like yeah it was a it was a cool time like it, it was i think like maybe this is an oversimplification but i feel like 90s was like very casual even when you were dressed up it was never overly complicated and i think maybe that was a backlash to the 80s where everything was so complicated mm -hmm. you're wearing like a shit ton of layers and like everything had yeah. to it so i think like people were just tired of wearing so much like yeah, yeah like there were the power suits of the 80s is that what it's called like <laughs> the one with the big shoulders i think so i would call that a power suit yeah. Shoulders, yeah 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 um and then like and it was all it will the 80s had a lot of really fun colors and i think the 90s kind of toned that down a yeah. bit although with the hip-hop and geometric i know i was gonna say that what i would colors. say would be the um exception to the simplicity rule but like i think like it yeah i think for the most part it's much more simple yeah more casual yes yeah. casual. i should say that casual 
yeah and then, like the early 2000s i feel like on the like went, went way the other direction and like a lot of like brand driven designs like it yes. mattered less like your personal style and more like are you wearing like i wrote here like juicy couture um sweatsuit tracksuits yeah uh abercrombie and fidge and that sort of thing it's like you like brands were popular yeah and I feel like that's kind of like the low point of fashion in in my life so far is like the early 2000s until like 2008 Mm -hmm. I feel like was super consumerist yeah it it was less about individuality yeah I feel that I mean I think like fashion is always going to have like a conformist element to it because trendiness is like there's you know people are very into like you got to follow the trends but yeah no I didn't I'm not a big logo person not to say I never wear that but um yeah that I agree that was the low point of the 2000s I there are other subgenres of the 2000s of fashion that I like a lot but that's like and then on likes I have a bunch of things for early 2000s too leggings under dress leggings under shorts um the rise of like boho I I mean I know that was previously fashionable like in the 70s but like came back it came back in another way uh, in the 2000s like um like I feel like it was like a lacy free people-y kind of Mm -hmm. boho where you would wear it with like jeans and flats it was like a more maybe more put together boho for the most part lots of sky yeah I wrote ballet flats on here which like oh yeah what i was looking on pinterest and for like early 2000s look and do you remember this look someone's wearing like a tank top like spaghetti strap i mean with like jeans and a super tiny scarf oh yes yes like around their neck it's like totally contrasting with wearing a spaghetti strap and you're wearing a scarf at the same time yeah (laughs) i when you're from california you don't like I think you're not as focused on like trends or like kind of contrasting trends like why are you so covered up on your neck but not in your arms and like because we want to be able to try like kind of like colder weather trends but there really is no actual point to it so I feel like that's where it's rooted in but maybe I'm wrong I feel like that look I don't it's funny because it was a super thin scarf and you'd wrap it around and like tug yeah. it super tight like extremely tight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, so funny I yeah scarves were huge I feel like the 2000s was a time of like over accessorizing and I think like I'll always mm. be kind of an over accessorizer because that was the time I grew up and I don't know I think that's why I'm so opposed to minimalist fashion and like I have a hard time wearing like one colors because that was so not the thing then mm. Yeah, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, I feel like in the 90s, maybe there was more of like wearing in the 80s for sure, too, like wearing like one and maybe it was a really fun color, like uh, purple or something, mm-hmm. but wearing one color and then that wasn't really a thing except for the track suits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah except for that. The, and and then another thing that I kind of hate. Well, this goes back to the to the brand thing, but like. Yeah. Like when I was in, when we were in high school and middle school, it was so common for this to be like what cool girls wore is like the like Henley shirt. It's like a really tight long sleeve shirt with like four buttons. Yeah. And then a little mini skirt and Uggs. And that's like, that was the coolest thing you could possibly wear. It's like, that's the boringest thing you could possibly wear. I I think mini skirt. No offense to anybody. Hey, if you're listening and you, I've never owned Uggs. I've heard, I guess they're kind of coming back, whatever, now. Um, and my mom really thinks they're fugly and she never let us get them. Um, so, yeah, I, I've i heard, I've tried them on before because people are like, they're so comfortable. But, um, and they are. It's just like, I feel like you're not, I don't know. They're not my thing. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That was such a look. Not mine. Yeah, and like I don't know, you know, good for people. There's so many other types of boots you can wear. That's how I feel. Oh, and I had some other things that were fun or just contrasting on my Venn diagram. It's like in the '90s, it was like high waisted. Yes. In the early 2000s, it was like as low as possible, yeah. like to a point where it's uncomfortable. Well, to the point um, where you're con- okay, I remember pants. the sensation of constantly pulling up your pants, and I remember a lot of people being like, Jana, I can see your underwear from the top. Yeah. And no, I don't experience that because I'm always wearing high-waisted pants. Yeah, for sure. But so what were some, like, from, like, your childhood, would you say there's, like, any movies that you really, like, treasure or, like, that influenced you from that time? I don't think movies necessarily. Yeah. 
Um, because, and we talked about this in the last, the other episode I was on is that I was really into reading and dreaming up fantasy worlds and like playing with toys and playing the Sims. So I feel like I was really into like creating my own little worlds during those times, but I have music and TV shows. I'm really going through a big nostalgic music phase right now Yeah, the past year or so. I've been like diving into the music of 2008, 2012 to 2012-ish. Oh, hey, that was my high school year. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) So fun to like listen to music that I listened to when I was like a teen and early 20s. Um, Like Animal Collective, Santa Gold, Arcade Fire blood orange edward sharp and the magnetic zeros the shins like those kind of like indie, indie rock oh my god yeah i love the shins yeah i do too i um i feel like i i had a friend former friend who <laughs> said one time i was talking about the shins and i was like oh i really like them in high school because i got a lot of my music taste from chloe um she like obviously she liked indie rock and stuff i liked boring mainstream music and i did not stray from that much i I don't know i you were always more into music but anyway i had a friend who was like ah the shins are boring um and i'm like no i think they're like okay maybe they're like a little bit of an intro to they have some boring songs like i know the animal collective and like the shins they sometimes they have some songs that are just like dreamy floating like soundscapes but i don't pick those oh like this isn't because i want um yeah i do like a selection of like the most fun and like poppy songs of all these artists yeah i've been trying to get more into just i don't know not my rut of like 90s and 2000s pop music um that i I'm so drawn to, um, you know, I was getting my hair done the other day and my the hairdresser asked me what kind of music I like. And I we almost don't like it when people ask that question who aren't like who I don't know that well, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to tr- tr- seem like I'm trying to be cool. Um, and I, I was like, I don't know, honestly, like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, all that shit. And she's like, oh, I love that stuff, too. So it made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I don't want to lie to people, but also, like, sometimes people ask these, like, targeted questions, and I feel like it's just, like, and she's not like that. She was a really nice person, but, like, some people, it's, like, kind of a gauge of, like, how cool are you, and um, I just know I'm not going to live up to your standards. That was very, I think, like, when we were in high school, it was a very snobby music time, as people were really judgmental about what you listened to, so I feel like that scarred me for life. Mm-hmm. Did you experience that, or were you one of the cool people? Oh, I wasn't cool. She, no. She was cooler than me, and sorry, I'm I'm not trying to, like... There. but anyway um well i think yeah to, so 2008 um was when i feel like i kind of like started to get a peek at like the person i was gonna i was i am yeah. now and who i was becoming kind of waking up out of like the the smog of trying to fit in with the mainstream and being like no i'm just i'm weird and that's okay yeah and try and like being more experimental with like the thing like the activities I participate in Mm -hmm. and I and that was kind of when surfing the internet was like actually viable both for like the internet was like user-friendly enough for like a teenager to figure it out and like we had a computer at home and internet at home at that time so I started looking into like indie music at that time and I don't know why I think I just genuinely liked it. Um, I'm not saying I don't like pop music at all, but because I think I do like like the more poppy songs of some of these more alternative artists. Yeah. Like I forgot to say, I really like Feet. How do you say her name? Fiest. Oh, Fiest. Feist. Feist. Oh, Feist. 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 The one, two, three. I know. I really like her. Hmm. I think one, two, three, four was like an Apple iPod. Yeah, and I remember Commercial it was on a song. yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's how it got famous. Um and then it was everywhere. I know it's funny how I guess it's kind of the equivalent of like songs get famous on TikTok now. They used to get famous on Apple commercials. Mm. Um so mm. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. I mean I'm not really in TikTok, although I just started I just got an account. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I make TikToks for this podcast. I try not to go on it too much, um, because I know people are like, Ah, I'm on there an hour or two a day, I'm addicted. Um, and I don't want them to figure out like what my algorithm is because then they're going to get me stuck. And also, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it'd be too much Disney and fashion stuff. I already get enough of that in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for new interests, guys. If you're 
If you're listening and you're like, oh, Jana, I think you would like this. Interests that have nothing to do with the 2000s and 90s and Disney Channel, I would love that. And the problem is I feel like I'm stuck in my childhood. And I, I love doing this podcast, but, like, part of it has kind of got me more in that mode. Like, because I focus on, like, because I'm always watching Disney movies from, like, when I was a kid. And so I feel like it's kind of, like, enabled me in a sense. So I'm looking for other things. Um, so I guess that now that we've talked about music and trends and life in the 2000s and a little bit of 2010s, um, yeah, what, are there any past eras, times where you weren't alive that you have, um, oh, nostalgia or, you know, a fondness of, for me, it's, I would say the 80s and the 50s, fashion-wise especially, what about you? Well, hmm, yeah, maybe probably the the 60s and the 70s and I think I kind of idealize it and I don't really know what it was like but in my version of what the 70s is is like the back to the land hippie movement but I think we're we're going through that now I think that people will look back at this era and see how like so many people are leaving the city so many people are trying to do like urban and suburban farm studying and a lot of people are trying to DIY more than I think in the early 2000s. Yeah, I think people... So this is, I like this time too. I know, I do too. I'm actually really happy because I think for a long time I was like, hey, I feel like I was born in the wrong time. And now I'm like, I don't know. People are so much more... It's just a better for, um, I'm going to say, almost any... Um, marginalized group and i don't want to i am a white woman i please don't think that i'm trying to understand what it's like to be anything but that but i think times are people are truly more open-minded now not just like they think they are god I get, this is really taking a turn but chloe's been on the podcast again like before so we are allowed to talk about different things than disney channel okay guys um, <laughs> but, um speaking of inclusive let's get into this movie that's inclusive <laughs> to people who um are blind or at least that's what they think they're doing. Um, so we're talking about going to the mat today. This movie, um, I asked you to be on it because it's about wrestling and you are a female wrestler. Do you, do you remember this movie coming out? I remember it watching it as a kid. Yeah, I I remember watching it as a kid. But when I rewatched it today, I was like, well, I was not paying attention because yeah. I barely remembered it. But um, what year did it come out? It came out in 2004. Okay. Uh, I do remember it. Yeah, it um, had, uh, what's his name, Andy, this, okay, so the guy who stars in it has been in a lot of other, yeah, he's in a lot of TV shows, okay, going to the mat, the most uncreative title ever, it is, it really is, Um, I'm surprised they didn't make it some sort of um, pun about blindness, honestly, but I guess Mm -hmm. we got enough of that in the movie, okay, Andrew Lawrence, and he right. is the youngest of the Lawrence brothers, who it was um, Joey Lawrence and Matthew Lawrence. They, the three of them were all in the movie um, Jumping Ship. I've reviewed that before. Um, but, yeah, so he was, like, a like a big uh, actor in the early 2000s, late 90s. But, yeah, do you, do you, you recognize him? Yeah, I recognize, I recognize a bunch of characters. I recognize him. I wasn't, like, totally sure what else he'd been in. And I recognize his little fr- – his his shorter, smaller friend, uh, Fly yeah. from Holes. Yes. And then I looked into it, and he's been in a ton of different things. And he's, yeah. like, had a, a huge music career. Yeah, he was a rapper. kind of new. And then I obviously – yeah, he is a rapper. And I obviously recognize Wayne Brady from yeah. the the, uh, the blind music teacher in the yeah. show. He's not blind in real life. Um from whose line is it anyway and that that was cool yeah this like for a decom this is actually pretty star-studded um mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> it's interesting how they got all these people i think it's yeah i'm kind of surprised that wayne brady did this because he was like big on whose line at this point and like he was a mm-hmm. big comedian which is funny because he didn't really have a comedic role in this movie he, he was more of a mentor um he's a mentor but he's a little silly yeah at yeah. times mm-hmm. And I think his mm-hmm. point, his the point of his character is to show like, hey, you can be confident. You cannot let your disability define you, um, and you can accomplish all kinds of stuff despite having a lack of vision. Um, so, I yeah. thought that was yeah. It's like an all. It's like an alterability more than a disability because yeah. they both have yes. like a lot of skills in music, yeah, and in other areas of life that other people don't necessarily have. I remember I remember rewatching this movie or like seeing it on when I was actually like on the wrestling team and being like, oh, yeah, like oh. that is a sport you could do 
as a blind person yeah yeah there are they do like kind of mention there's some considerations like that like things they change slightly but like they kind of have to guide him to the middle of the mat yeah um but otherwise it's like a very physically con like you're all almost always in contact with the other person like it, it's not really that big of a deal to be blind whereas other things like um having to go to a new place and walk around to a new yeah. loud place that in that case it is a disability and he would yeah. need some help but in then in music it's it's actually like he's has more abilities than other yeah. people because his, his sound uh his hearing is so much more finely tuned yeah so yeah. it's not just one thing it's complicated yeah, and I guess that's what they're kind of representing in this movie is that there's a way of surviving in this world um, with a major disability and trying to restore normalcy that you feel like you don't have. But yeah, we'll get into that. But first, I got to say, this movie came out on March 19th, 2004. Chloe, what do you think you were doing that day? Mm, okay, 2004. So I was like sixth grade. Yeah, I was probably just like in school trying to figure things out because like sixth grade is when you kind of start to be a preteen and start to have like changes in your body I remember that specifically is yeah. that changes going on in my body and being like this is so weird yes yeah I was going through a lot of changes yeah it was like the beginning of the awkward years preteen awkward years <laughs> yeah I oh yeah um, cause where we're from, you sixth grade is still, is like the last year of elementary school, which I, I'm always grateful that they, middle school is only two years cause it's like the worst time of life and let's make it as short as possible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I guess we'll get into it. Let's get into going to the mat. It starts out with like the electric organ and like his oh, band yeah. playing. Yeah. <laughs> So he's he plays drums. Oh, yeah, that's what they open on is he's playing drums and he's really good. And he like in the city, he lives in New York. Like he's really like he's thought of as really cool for being a musician. That's like the top of the social hierarchy. Yeah. And he has like a group of friends where like they're like totally used to him being blind. They like they play sports together with like these different types of balls that have like a little beeper in them so you can like locate where it is Mm -hmm. so like I feel like that's kind of important is like he goes from like this like friend group and like world where he's seen as cool and popular and like yeah he's blind but it's like whatever he's 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 also like really cool you know so that and he's living the life in New York then as so many like kid and teen movies are based around there's like a big move to this loser town as he sees it in in utah right yeah utah yeah but yeah so he goes to this new school and he's uh i guess people are kind of like it's not like not everyone's super mean to him or any like i think like certain people are really trying to accommodate him but like he he goes through some struggles of people not getting his disability not really understanding it well, he he kind of shows up like defensive and like at any like slight um inter and basically any interaction he takes it really personally and is like, well, you're like a cowboy and I'm from a really cool place and like yeah. he's just kind of egotistical yes. and defensive like to everyone, yeah. even people who are trying to like be nice. And he's kind of like a little bit of a show off. He's kind of a jerk, basically. Yeah, he kind of resorts to being an asshole um, when he, yeah, he suspects that people are like kind of treating him differently or like being a little bit mean to him. So Wayne Brady is his band director and he kind of puts him in check because he's also blind and he like is kind of like, he has this like show off drum solo at the end of some like dorky like marching band song and then like Wayne Brady was like excuse me yeah he kind of gives him a talking to in a way that like no one else no one else was really able to reach him and like obviously him being blind he couldn't see that Wayne Brady's character is also blind and like another Mm -hmm. girl's like um yeah he's just like you and then he like from then on kind of becomes like his adult guide so in the movie he's trying out a lot of different sports and like he's struggling like he plays basketball or he tries to and they're kind of like dismissing him and so he eventually gets Mm -hmm. to like um wrestling so yeah i guess is where you come in chloe 
you are a female wrestler starting your junior year of high school. What got you interested in it? Well, I I was trying to think what was the spark. And I think that I was like talking to mom like, oh, yeah, I just kind of a, I'm not really feeling comfortable in the the girl soccer culture and she hadn't either like she actually yeah. like played our mom played college. soccer forever and yeah yeah mm-hmm. and she was like why don't you do it try a different sport yeah. why don't you try wrestling oh she and, i didn't know that she I'm, brought it up I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure she did because i was like where would i have heard of it like i don't Interesting. i don't think oh, i had i was friends with any ideas of <laughs> yeah crazy ideas um, and my homeroom teacher was like the head uh, wrestling coach. So I was like, okay, well, I know the guy. And I decided to go to the meeting. At the end, he's like, oh, I want to talk to you for a second. Like, you know, just so you know, you're going to be wrestling guys. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I figured yeah. I'm not going to wrestle myself. <laughs> I was really nervous. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to go for it. Like, I was in a time where I was like kind of accepting that are not I was really figuring stuff out and I feel like I had tried really hard to fit in like my eight like eighth grade freshman sophomore year I tried hard to fit in like wear clothes that other people wear be friends with people that you didn't I felt like I should be friends yeah we had nothing in common I was like well you sit next to me in first period or like I've known you for a while I guess we should be friends and I was like done with that like done with trying to fit in and ready to just like just be more experimental so I feel like done with luckily mm -hmm, done being a phony done hanging with phonies (laughs) ready to be genuine yeah (laughs) yeah. and try something new yeah yeah (laughs) what was the what was it like starting and what were some like yeah what was it like being a female wrestler well, in the so this happens in the movie too, where like where he like overhears people saying like how much you want to bet he won't last a month or how much you want to. People had all different kinds of bets going on about how long I'd last, like how Did you like hear them saying it or were they really like upfront about it? Yeah, um, you know it wasn't as bad for me. I feel like because I was like kind of like a nice, cute little girl, like people were up to my Beautiful. face. Do you think for... people would have been ruder to you if you weren't such a cutie? Probably um no okay I I have mixed feelings yeah I had a little privilege going and like I was like friends of friends of some of the people on the team and I wasn't a freshman I think that helped because I was like a junior I'm like I was tall like I wasn't like a little scrappy like dork I was like you know I don't know I was a a hot young teen (laughs) yeah I was a hot young teen but like I had I mixed things like on there were some people who were outright like this is a boy sport what are you doing here and there were a lot of people that could tell I was like kind of feeling shy and went out of their way to be nice to me yeah and so I had like both like people saying like trying to make me feel uncomfortable and then other people who were very accepting and super nice for the most part this movie did a really good job with like depicting what it's like but there are some things that for the sake of it being like a movie and not having like one million characters they had to change I guess yeah Um, but yeah overall I feel like it did a good job of like describing just how grueling it is like I know most sports are really grueling but like wrestling is like like is so tough and especially when you're coming at it with not I had no experience I was very athletic like I had like I'd run a lot and I had like a lot of muscles I guess but I didn't have any experience much like the character and I felt like I had to work a lot harder just to even barely scrape by so I feel like I enjoyed that about this movie unlike the right on track movie where it's like she wins all the time she wins yeah. wins, wins. Yeah. and there it was, was very like- much like yeah yeah Oh, sorry. Common thread. I didn't do this on purpose. I am, but like between this movie and that movie, it's about a female being in a male-dominated sport. So, sorry, I'm making you do all the the hard episodes. We're not doing something uh, like, like underdog episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, in this movie, the the main character Jace and his friend, like they they're like, we're gonna do this together. Let's go. And they both get weighed in by the coach and the his smaller friend who is um. Cleo Thomas. Cleo Thomas. 
Yeah. Cleo Thomas. Yeah, that's his, Cleo Thomas. Yeah. yeah. He weighs in at 103 and the coach is like, yeah, score. Cause that is a really like his, that whole thing was totally typical mm-hmm. is like the people, yeah. the guys and or girls, whoever mm-hmm. are in the lower weight classes. They are almost always people who were never really able to be athletic because they're so small. That's yeah, what is cool about wrestling. A, there are puny guys in the like her freshman high school, but for the most part, it's hard to find guys in high school who are like weigh a hundred pounds. Like it's just not. Or they're just like they've been told they're like in like the, in this movie they've been told yeah. their whole life that they're not athletic and there's like no yeah. point in them even trying. And that's what's kind of cool about wrestling is like these puny guys super tiny guy small frame guys and girls or people or whatever they are actually super valuable like it's really hard to find so in my situation I would weigh 127 pounds and I always had to lose weight like every Thursday Friday I was like shit I have to lose six pounds by Saturday yeah uh, or whatever it kind of depended um because I kind of I fluctuate in between the 119 weight class and the 125 weight class yeah and and then something else that they talk about in the movie is that you have to make it you have like the only element of like competition within the team is that you have to wrestle off like you have to have like a mini match against the other person in your weight class and that is like the only thing that can really generate like conflict or friction with your teammates Mm -hmm. is like having like on like every week you have to battle off with your friend who you usually practice with mm-hmm. and then someone ends up feeling like a loser and someone is like a winner or it's like all one-on-one like one wins one loses one wins one loses yeah and that like and then, whether you're actually you're on varsity or not or whatever yeah it's like for varsity then jv and then if you make neither you, you don't wrestle in my case, I often had to drop down a weight and have to lose like a lot of weight every week mm-hmm. because I was trying to fit into a weight class that was open and the weight class that I naturally fit into was like had too many good wrestlers and my friends were in that weight class, like my rest, my teammates who I practiced with. Yeah. And I, I don't know. You weren't trying to create. That was just, there. That, yeah. And I, and it. Yeah, it probably would have been fine, but I probably I usually lost to when I faced off to them because they had been wrestling like their whole life. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I remember that a little um, bit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah, didn't spend um, half of high school being in love with one of them. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It happened. Um, well, I did know that, but anyway. <laughs> So that's the background for people who don't have any idea about that. It's like, yeah. It's kind of complicated. But that's how it works. Yeah, it is like, yeah. and like, yeah, it does create a lot of, and I won't want to say drama, but like friction between people is like, someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. And then you, how are you not going to be pissed at the other person for taking away your spot, especially when you're young and you have a, you're right. not good at regulating emotions. Um or not getting like really <laughs> irrationally, yeah. uh, taking it really personally. But I guess maybe that teaches you valuable skills <laughs> later on. I don't know. I haven't. I'm, I couldn't relate. I haven't been a wrestler. But um, yeah. So like throughout the movie, um, he is uh getting at first. He's not very good at wrestling, and um, he's got to learn how to be. There's a part I'm bringing this up because it leads to another character that we got to discuss. Is um he needs to be more centered from his core, and so he learns how to do that from a girl named Mary Beth, who um is one of like the people who guides him around the high school. She like signed up to help, um but she's teaching him how to be yeah. more. Centered yeah, she's a cool character. Yeah, what did you think of her? Yeah, because. I liked her because also something from the very beginning, she's mm-hmm. kind of like helping him out because she she less guides him, like leading him like physically, but she's mm-hmm. his reader. They become friends mm-hmm. and um, and she is also the coach's daughter. So yeah. like, she's kind of grown up from as an outsider, like not participating, but like she's been growing up very familiar with the rules and yeah. like. Uh, the advice people get so she tells and this is kind of like the bridge to them be, her becoming a love interest oh yeah of his she says you know you have to learn how to like your balance is all off which yeah that's really important in wrestling because it's not like you're not like standing straight up you're supposed to like be kind of like crouched down and yeah. like and that would be people is- wrestling like standing straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be weird yeah 
But yeah, so anyway, Mary Beth is like a friend, but she offers to show him how to dance. But really, it's just a ploy to like get them home alone together well, do you and think like touching. That, okay, I will. In these movies, there's so many parts where like teenage boy and girl are in a bedroom alone together and the parents just don't care. Like that just like did not. My parents would never let that happen. Um, well, it always in this movie it always happens at his house. And yeah, like, which she's like his tutor, that yeah. could happen when you're at a guy's house. But no way, yeah. my parents, my dad would always be would be walking in there like every three minutes. So yeah, like, oh, and I'd be like, oh hi, sorry. Yeah. Um. No, it, it's funny how like f- parents trust their sons way more than they trust their daughters. Um. Or yeah, yeah I, I don't know, cause like a lot of times the excuses. Well, I know how guys are. I was once a guy, um, a teen boy. <laughs> um, but like, guy, if you have a son, you you don't think he could possibly do anything wrong. So I thought that was interesting. I feel like okay. Did she really teach him much about dancing, or was it more to like? She wasn't. It's not like I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of dancing she was gonna do. And at first, like, I was like, oh, is she like a hip hop dancer? She barely dances. Like, <laughs> like they. I thought that was a weird ploy because it's like she didn't even do like any sort of like step all turn or like ballet or like there was nothing really. It like it, it was weird, but like whatever. I mean that they wanted yeah. her to have some sort of interest. That's- yeah, I think the point was that she ha- tries to help him and like yeah, and and it is and it is kind of indicative of like when you're trying when you're a teenager trying to make a move on another teenager, it's just it's awkward and it doesn't make any sense. It that's just the yeah. way it is. It's always there's got to be a gimmick, I guess. Like, you can't <laughs> yeah. just do it naturally. You got to have a reason. Uh, um, but uh, oh, okay. So this is part where she's at like they're at her house or at, they're somewhere anyway. Um, and he, I think he's like, why do you like hanging out with me? And she's like, because you don't care that I look like a hideous mutant she-beast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she's so cute. Like, huh? yeah, she's how really did she cute. get this in her mind? It's just, I Disney Channel, like, a female lead is always going to be, like, pretty. To, like, she's mm-hmm. never going to be an ego. And so I just think it's funny. Maybe, <laughs> like, she has some backstory as to why she doesn't think that she's pretty. But, like, yeah, did you? you well, were, but does like, any I, teenage girl think, like, okay, there's probably, like, some percentage of, like, s- like snobby girls who do think they're hot. But for yeah. the most part, as a teenager, you think you're ugly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was a little bit over the top. And I feel like it was almost, like, self-deprecating so that he'll say, although he can't see her, but, like, that, so that sh- he'll compliment her. I felt... Okay, so yeah, he's inc- mm-hmm. like increasingly getting better at the sport. They get to his final match, and he's um, playing. Uh, I guess he. I mean, it was kind of supposed to be like the climax of the movie, but what really happened is he wrestled a guy, and he won. I don't know. Was there really any catch to no, it? No, wait. He he lost in the end. He, what? No, yeah. Okay. Great. No, he didn't win. Okay, oh. so this was kind of cool is that he – so this is complicated, and I feel like I only got it. Like, I could see why you thought he won yeah, because was, okay, it's like confused. you have your team score and oh, your yeah, they individual score. Oh, really, yeah, they kind of explain yeah. It's so confusing. It's like you have to, like, be in the sport to get it. So, like, just like with any team, like, you, you're, like, on a Thursday night or whatever, your team goes against the other high school in your district. Yeah, and if it was like basketball or whatever, or like tennis is probably like this too. It's like no, it's the same way. Add up all the scores, but yeah, everyone on your team to do well. Like you need to. I think in tennis there's like twelve. There's six singles, six doubles, and so you got to win more than six to win the entire Mm -hmm. thing. So you could win, but maybe or your team won't. Or uh, exactly anyway, yeah. And that's what happened. Like he had to not get pinned, and pinned is like when they put both your shoulders on yeah. the ground for more than three seconds. Um, you have to not get pinned. He had to not get pinned, mm-hmm. and he was going against like he had to jump up a weight class. So he's going against oh, yeah. some a guy that's bigger. This guy that was hella scary, and um, this big scary blonde and in violent. Yeah, big scary blonde. Um, that's what they call me and like there are (laughs) and there are these people that like are known for being like unnecessarily violent yeah um and then other people that's what you want this is a sport for you but not everyone's that way no not everyone's that way some people are like playing by the rules and there are other people are like out to hurt people and so like that was like some are gentle giants some are big assholes Mm -hmm. totally so like that's what he was expecting is to like get beat the shit out of him Mm -hmm. but 
he held his own and he only lost by a little bit and he didn't get pinned so his team so he so that was kind of cool because that really is what wrestling is like is like you sometimes feel like you a win because you didn't totally lose yeah there's like different levels of completely beaten yeah yeah he like just barely lost but held his own against like a guy who'd been wrestling for for years and years and so his whole team won the match but he lost so um the team wins in the end um is that the last scene no the last scene (laughs) oh yeah of course. The last scene, the typical, no, I need to do a slow dance in an empty auditorium. Jeez, that happens so much in movies. No, why? Is that, that cliche? never happened to me. Um, I never got my moment, so I'm still waiting. Uh, <laughs> slow dance in a high school auditorium is so romantic. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, with the Mary Beth and the two of them. And um, yeah, it was, it was cute. I mean, like I used to think these scenes were so romantic, but it was neither of them are very good dancers. So it wasn't like, I mean, even though she it was just kind of, I feel like he should have like helped her with something. He yeah, just, I guess, yeah. I guess it's nice because he like shows his appreciation that she was like always there for him. And, um, but I feel like she, he should have like had to do something because she goes out of her way to help him like throughout the whole movie yeah from the get he is he is nice Uh, he is nice and that like he like shows affection to her so it's not like he's like a like a bad person but it's just like okay why that but whatever it's now i think it's like kind of like and this is hopefully less in movies these days like basically the only thing he shows her is like approval and affection and she gives him all these things and it's kind of like I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it's kind of like, oh, a girl is just waiting around for the approval and affection of a man. That's all she needs. And like, I don't know. I mean, I guess she's not the star of this movie, but yeah, it's a little like, yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It's a children's movie, but yeah, I I felt like that was a little bit weird, but it was nothing was super offensive about the movie in general. So I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of the end. Um, and uh so yeah what did you think of the movie overall i like was expecting it to be kind of stupid and it actually was better than i thought and it was way more relatable than i thought like i i kind of it's not the best movie ever none of these movies are the best movies ever but it actually made more sense and the story arc made more sense and i feel like i could relate to the main character and it i really liked that he didn't like win 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 it was like very much about a struggle and like and that just reflects what it's like to wrestle it's like um, even the best people like get their asses handed to them like all the time it's a very like humbling sport yeah it's, <laughs> it's almost like everyone should try it because the, it teaches you a lot um i mean i feel like everyone should get their ass kicked. <laughs> that kind of embarrassment really helps you later in life <laughs> um yeah and, or humbling yes um yeah it, i thought i mean okay i of course i appreciate representation um so which in this movie like i, I like that it was about um a blind person however the guy playing it, him wasn't blind isn't yeah. blind so that's a something in modern day that we're more concerned with is like having people who are actually mm-hmm. experience it like play the character because there are blind actors mm-hmm. out there. I'm sure they could have found someone, but they wanted a name yeah. of sorts. So I get that. He definitely like there's he's wearing sunglasses a lot, and he definitely has the mannerisms of a blind person. Like he he was believable. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting, and I hope this doesn't sound offensive. If he wasn't believable, a blind person wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I unless oh yeah, that's interesting. That like. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I, I agree with you. They I thought about that during the movies. Like they had two um two blind people playing blind actors that aren't blind, but they both are previously famous. Like they yeah. have a, a career behind them. Especially Wayne Brady. Like oh yeah. I looked into it and like 
I was like, I don't, because when you asked me about, like, when you told me you were going to ask me what TV shows I watched in the 90s and early 2000s, like, I really loved Whose Line Is It Anyway, and I watched that a lot with mom and dad. We, we all watched that. Yeah. And I was like, when did that show run? And it was it's actually the 80s to the 90s. Oh, okay. That makes sense, because I remember seeing being like, eh, what is it's with their clothes? Yeah. I know. <laughs> watching reruns. <laughs> we're watching reruns in the 2000s. Yeah. So, like, he'd been active as like he, he's really famous like way like before 2004 yeah so I guess we'll talk about the fashion in this movie we did talk uh, about fashion earlier to an extensive point yeah. because the fashion in this movie is not exciting it is one of those well, movies where that's not the point yeah it's not the point the only fashionable person is Mary Beth she had an interesting style yeah she, yeah I thought it was pretty cute like yeah, and I thought it was pretty indicative of like like this thing, like she had like the tiny cardigan that I mentioned. She had like a lot of layers. Like this is another thing that was popular then is wearing like a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt with like a string uh, spaghetti yeah, strap shirt yeah. on top of it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or like yeah. the, and like this, the zip up sweater that's like, it's long sleeve, but it ends like at the, right above the I belly button. Really or like right under those. I had a lot of cropped sweatshirts, but yeah. like not just cropped, cropped like at the hip, like cropped in like the 2000 sense. It's like right under your boob. And yeah. um, it's, I thought they were really cute. They're not super practical. I think they're cute. But well, I mean, okay, here's the thing is like, okay, now the style. And I feel like this is like a fairly consistent style that doesn't go out a ton is like okay you want to highlight your waist whatever so like a hemline should end at your waist and then like we wear a high-waisted pant whatever that's kind of it now but like back then you would have a crop sweatshirt and something that goes to your hip and then jeans that are really low rise so you'd have a bunch of lines going horizontally which when you're a very mm. skinny and fit and carefree teenager like that you know who who gives a fuck um but it's not a flattering look on everybody but um I thought it was cute. Yeah, I really liked those, that look. Um, she had a lot of like yeah. sweaters with like heart or star prints and then like wore them with yeah. like, a flat skirt. Like she was definitely yeah. like and a lot of sweaters. She's a good girl and that like very much like you could see that in her style. Like she's sweet and like girl next door. Yeah, she's sweet. But but not like boring. Like she yeah, had, like yeah. was wearing different colors, but her midriff was never exposed. Like no. she had like a crop top but then like had a long shirt under it. Yeah, yeah. And even and this is something that wasn't accurate is that the the outfits that they wore like for the wrestling, that almost is accurate. But for but it's actually a little bit better for some reason in wrestling. Like the it's like this onesie, but the 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 I don't know how to describe it. It's like a onesie, but it goes way down, so it like just barely covers the nipple. It's just like such yeah. a weird thing. Like just yeah. I out- wrestling think that you want to hide so your nipples because then that's like another thing someone could like grab <laughs> even <laughs> exactly, if they're a guy yeah. yeah um yeah. i guess like the main character jace i'm sorry we didn't mention his name um enough his name is jace jason but he goes by jace um and he wears like a lot of like leather jackets i yeah. i'm not a huge fan of like that style of like like the collarless leather jacket on men i think it looks a little dorky but that's just me um it was very popular yeah. back then yeah, I'm, like, trying to think, like, what is the style? The guys are just wearing, like, Letterman jackets and jeans. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, just, it's- like, small town. Um, like, that's why the only person who really stood out to me is Mary, Mary Beth. Because she was wearing, like, at least wearing different colors yeah. and different layers and things like that. Everyone else was just, like, I don't know. They're wearing jeans and a jacket or jeans and a sweater. Pretty boring style otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Cool. Yeah, it's pretty nondescript. Um, but yeah, that's okay. I, I don't expect like a fashion show from every movie. Um, yeah, especially a movie where the main character is a guy. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. So that was the style. Do you have any like bold or embarrassing or regrettable fashion phases that you um, really like rocked in your youth? Um, regret. Okay. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. No. Because. I feel like, so I mentioned this before that like eighth grade, freshman year, sophomore year, I like tried to fit in and I regret that so much. Yeah. Like my, when I look at those years, like if I had pictures, I I would probably be like, oh, why did I even try to fit in? Why did I try to wear that? Why did I try to like go with the mainstream? Because that's just not me. And it's okay because I think everyone, like you said, everyone tries to fit in at some point. 
and that I regret that more than like any like bold fashion mistake because I I honestly wish I had gone for it more with the fashion Mm -hmm. in high school and now I'm like trying to trying to express myself through fashion more because I kind of like when I was traveling and I kind of just like wore whatever I had I didn't really think about it too much and didn't really want to call attention to myself but now that I'm like in a stable situation it's it's really cool to express yourself um through clothing and in general I think it's really important for people to give themselves permission to do what they want to do as long as you're not hurting anyone yeah following your heart and following the path that you like dream of is is like gonna lead to like success in a in weird roundabout ways Yes, I think emphasis on roundabout. There's no like straight path to your dreams coming true. That was not my experience. That's not hers. I don't know anybody whose it was that. So be open to like, you know, things happening in a way that you didn't necessarily expect or that wasn't ideal. And um, don't regret anything you ever wore because fashion, I don't know. What I love about fashion is it's such a representation of what you're going through in life. And like it, it all, I don't know. I think fashion teaches you a lesson. It's taught me a lot. That That's my wrestling mm-hmm. is fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, is there a, um, any, uh, where you want people to follow you or any, uh, I know Etsy stores you want to promote? <laughs> yeah, I have. Like Jim, I have like multiple Instagram accounts, but I'm just going to say two of them. My personal, like, it's my personal account, but I also talk about more about like herbalism and like natural building and like farming and stuff like that. And that one is forest underscore herbology. And my like creative kind of business account is calendula underscore craft. And that those are like the two different projects I've got going on on the internet. Yeah. yeah. And we have an Etsy store called Calendula Craft. Yes. And I'll put a link to all of that below. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am Jana of the 90s on YouTube and Instagram, Decom Divas on Instagram and TikTok, Decom Divas Pod at gmail.com if you want to. Um, request any movies yeah i guess that's about it thank you for being on uh the podcast again chloe i'm sorry i i hope uh you're not annoyed that i give you kind of heavier topics as far as decoms go but uh it's because i know you have a lot to say and contribute oh it's all good thanks for <laughs> inviting me on the show yeah it's um yeah thank you i'm so glad you're my sister and i learned a lot from watching you be a wrestler and i didn't even do it myself so yeah thanks for sharing your experiences thanks for letting me ramble on about them of course anytime um so thank you guys for listening and uh join us next time when we watch a a disney Disney channel Channel movie. movie bye guys